Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011, at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Today we will be reviewing the movies Lion King 3D, Glee the Movie, Barbie, A Princess Charm School, and Battle for Terra from HGNet Movies and Kids Scene. So, to start off the show, we will be talking about the movie Lion King 3D with Mikai and Anthony, who are also Kids First film critics, just like me. And basically, what Lion King 3D is, is it's just the same version of the first movie. It's the same story, same everything, same production, except this time it's in 3D, so you're really thrown into the picture and you really get to experience it on a deeper level. So, Anthony, what did you think about this movie? This movie was great. I love this movie because all the lions were good actors and they were doing exactly what, or I think they were doing exactly what they were supposed to do because it was really good. And I would probably um, maybe put this for all ages. That's excellent. So, Makai, what were your thoughts about this movie? I thought this movie is a great movie for all ages because it has a great message that says, well, it's about a young boy running away from home. And that's something that everybody can watch and take as a good message for themselves. Um, I give this movie five out of five stars. The lions are really nice and sweet in the movie i love the actresses and also my favorite character is pumba so what my initial thoughts about this movie were was that i you know i used to watch the lion king all the time when i was younger and i thought it was very cool for me to be able to see it in 3d because you really get more immersed into the story and when the lions are running and when the gazelle are running you really feel like you're there running along with them and you feel like sometimes when there's scarier scenes or more intense scenes um you feel like you're right there with all the action which i thought was awesome Makai, what did you think about the fact that it was in 3D instead of the original 2D? I liked it that it was in 3D, but um, some of the parts were shortened, and some of that I didn't like, and some of that I thought it made it better. For example, um, they cut out one of the songs that I really liked. Um, and I really liked the 3D too, but I at the same time I didn't really like it because sometimes it made my head hurt and I suggest not to sit in the front because it um it affects the 3D and um you just want to really be into it too but some of the parts made it more intense and some of that made me not like it. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. So, Anthony, what do you think about the fact that this movie is in 3D? Well, I wouldn't like it, but it just the same. Um, I, I don't like sitting in the front too much because you don't see the 3D too much. And if you sit too close sometimes, then your head will start to hurt during the movie. 
which you might not want to happen because then you might have to leave the room for a minute and you would miss some of the movie, which is just bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of these points are very good because actually when I saw this movie, I um, personally prefer it better in 2D only because when I see it in 2D, it feels more uh, childlike for me because you know it's just simple um even though the images are very beautiful and complex I thought that it was just a little bit I don't know you saw some of the brush strokes for the background because it seemed like the background were um painted and so you saw some of the brush strokes and the pencil lines which took away from the realness for me so what did you think about the soundtrack Makai? The soundtrack is wonderful. I've always loved that music, especially when all the dramatic scenes. And, you know, that movie wouldn't be as good if you took out the um, the movie. It's like when I say I give this movie five out of five stars, it's like taking out one of those stars because it, it doesn't have mo- the movie anymore. Like some of the movie because the songs are so important in this movie and to really focus on them too because it's basically half of part of the movie i absolutely agree with you you're listening to the voice america kids network i'm raven devaney and today we are reviewing the movies lion king 3d glee the movie barbie a princess charm school and battle for tara from hgnet movies and kids scene so right now we are talking about Lion King 3D with Makai and Anthony, who are also Kids First Film critics. Um, so like Makai was saying, the soundtrack is very, very important because it captures so much of the emotion. And since this movie is a mu- musical, it is definitely a very big part. So Anthony, what did you think about the soundtrack? Um, I thought it was really good. It's just that sometimes when, if like, uh, the movie, the music was good, but some of the music, like, went, um, sometimes it just hurt my ears a little, but besides that, the music was really good. Yeah, it seemed a little bit intense, the noise sometimes. I could understand that. A lot of times, younger kids, even younger than you, have very sensitive ears, so that might be something to watch out for, but that's something to watch out for in every movie. So, Anthony, this next question is for you as well. Did you have a favorite scene or character in this movie? Not really. I, I liked a lot of characters and a scene. I'm not really sure. Um, I think is when they um, f- when the lion found the little cub, found Pumbaa, and um, I forgot his name, but. Timon. At least they found him, so they so he could live with them. Absolutely. So, Makai, I know you already said what your favorite character was, which was Pumbaa. Um, could you explain why you like Pumbaa, and could you also tell us your favorite scene if you have one? My favorite scene is the scene when um the lion, the rightful lion that ran away, Simba, comes back to his home and proves that he belongs as king. And I also do, like as Anthony said, like the scene when Simba finds Pumbaa and Timon. I love Pumbaa because he's one of the others. And I also love Timon for that reason, too, because he's (laughs) one of the others. And they're like two different people that came together that was so unlikely. And then it just happened. Yeah, Pumbaa is my favorite character as well, just because I think he's so hilarious and he's so boisterous and larger than life and so um, big with his words and very loud and just very funny. And him and Timon make an awesome duo, so I like Timon as well. And I have to agree with you, both of your scenes that you chose as your favorite scenes are awesome scenes. I think my favorite scene would have to be um, when they sing Akuna Matata, just because I love that song, and I sing that song all the time, actually, like, in my class. It's just things that me and my classmates say all the time. So, is there anything that you would change about this movie? I don't think there is anything I'd change about the 3D version except for the part where it's the morning report and they take out one of the songs, unfortunately. Yeah, because that was your favorite song. 
So Anthony, did you think that the 3D version of this movie helped capture more of the emotion and the feelings in the characters? A little bit, yeah. It's just that sometimes since they pop out, it it looks it looks like you're actually in the movie. But like I said, sometimes when you're too close, it hurts your head and you might not want to you might not want to watch 3D anymore, so don't sit too close. <laughs> I agree with you. And I thought it captured the emotion as well, but actually not that much of the movie was in 3D, so it wasn't... Because actually, an interesting thing is that this movie wasn't made originally for 3D. It was made for 2D because um, that's just how it was made for, and in the time period that it was made, it was better to be in 2D. So when they turned it into a 3D movie, since it wasn't originally made for 3D, there weren't necessarily pop-out things. However, in other films that are specifically made for 3D, they'll throw stuff at you, or it'll be raining, or there'll be bubbles coming out. And so, since this wasn't, since Lion King 3D was originally made in 2D, there's not as many popping out things. But I did think that the 3D created a nice depth to the film, even though that there wasn't I, big popping out thing. I totally agree, Raven. Um, it totally works. For like example, um, a TV, on the 3D TV, the intro, there's a bunch of crystals that come out and they, they pop out and you're like, whoa, and you want to grab them. But um, in the original classic animated movies, they don't pop out as much it gives it a very nice depth but not so much of that really cool 3d thing like when the snow falls and it's all around you well it looks like it's time to take a break i'm raven devaney from kids first coming attractions and you're listening to voice america kids Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, 
and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss the movie Glee, the movie 3D. So, Gabriella, why don't you tell me a little bit about this movie? Um, Glee, the 3D concert movie, it's a documentary showing the Glee Live in Concert Summer 2011 tour. So, what were your initial thoughts about this movie? Are you a fan of the Glee TV show? Um, no, I don't watch Glee a lot, but I do like the show a lot because they combine a lot of musicals and they make it very fun. And I was surprised that in the movie, they also combined, um, besides Glee cast performances, they also interviewed a lot of Gleeks and um, tried to make them relate to their favorite characters on the show. Oh, that's awesome. So... What did you think about the cinematography? Like you said, it's a 3D concert movie. And I know concert films are a bit different than your average a movie that you would go to see in the theater. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your experience with that? I thought the cinematography was good because they had a lot of close-ups on the performers on stage. And um, the 3D effect really made me feel like I was there enjoying the concert. So I like that. That's awesome, and that's definitely an important thing to feel like you're there because I know there's a lot of concert movies that come out. And I think it's cool because if you're not able to go to the concert or if the concert's not coming to your town, it's cool to still be able to have that experience. And I think that's also really cool that there was interviews in the movie because it almost feels like you're backstage. What did you think about the music in this movie? Obviously, that is the biggest part in this film. Yeah, I thought the music was wonderful because um, they had songs from the old times, like the 70s and 80s, but they also have songs of today, like Lady Gaga. So I thought um, it was an engaging family film connecting both parents and kids through music because they have music from both generations, but it's also a good movie to see with your friends. Wow, that's really cool. And I think that is awesome that younger kids and teens that go to this movie without their parents will be able to experience some music that their parents used to listen to, which I think is awesome. So what did, did you have a favorite song or favorite part in the concert? I enjoyed all of the songs equally because they all did an amazing job. Um, some of the ones that I liked were um, Bad Romance and Don't Stop Believing. And are those songs that you just like in general? Or did was there something specific about the movie version of these that you liked? Well, I like those songs in general, but I also thought the cast did a good job performing them because sometimes they would have like the whole cast performing together, which would make it more lively. But sometimes they would also only have a duet. So I liked both. So I have a question, which is in the concert, were um, the people who are in Glee playing their characters from Glee or were they just being themselves? They were just being themselves, but um, the movie also filmed them behind the scenes, so you got a little sense of what they're like when they're not their character. That's really interesting to be able to see both sides, you know, the TV version of them when they're playing a character, and also just, you know, what they like to do, sing and perform and entertain. So, uh, did you have a favorite person in this movie and also, if you watch the show, did you have a favorite character that's different from this person? I don't have a favorite character. I like all of them equally because I don't really watch Glee a lot, so I wouldn't know them well. But from the movie, I could tell that they all have um, really different personalities. So I think all kinds of audiences can connect to the characters. And, and I found was myself there a connected. certain dynamic between all the people in the movie and performing on stage? Like, did it seem that they got along well? Yeah, they got along well, and they joked a lot with each other, too. So it showed that they're human like us. That's cool. You know, it's very important to be able to have a connection with each other if you're with each other all the time. You know, if you're on tour with each other or if you're in a TV show with each other or filming a movie with each other. So that's really awesome. 
So is there anything that you would change in this movie? No, I like this movie a lot. Um, I think it had a good balance between um, showing the Glee cast performing, but also trying to get the audience to connect with them too. And um, I really like the interviews because um, the Gleeks are interviewed about who their favorite character is and they tell experiences about how relating to a certain character on the show helped them pull through a tough time so I thought that was inspiring. Wow that's really cool to be able to experience what their thoughts were about the show and about the movie and about themselves so that's really cool all around. So since it's in 3D you really get to feel like you're at one of the concerts and screaming and having fun and dancing around. So did you get to see the audience members in the movie? Yeah, it was fun seeing the audience members because they were really hyped up with the concert. And um, I really liked how um, the audience was like, it wasn't one specific group of people, like there were parents and kids. So that's something that you don't see very often. Yeah, that's really cool. So did that experience being able to see the audience help you feel like you're in the audience more? Yeah, definitely, because um, they're, like, waving to the camera and, like, waving their hands, so I felt like I was there at the concert because they were, like, all cheering, and the movie has a lot of different shots, like, on the people performing, but also on the audience as well. That sounds just like an all-around good movie. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing the movies Glee the Movie, Barbie, A Princess Charm School, and Battle for Terra, which is an HGNet movie from Kids Scene. So right now we are talking with Gabriella, who is a Kids First film critic, just like me and some of the other guests that were on the show earlier. And we are talking about Glee the Movie, which is the 3D concert experience tour. What do you think the age group for this movie would be? I recommend this movie to children seven and up because it doesn't have any inappropriate language, sexual scenes, and it's not complicated or difficult to understand for children since there isn't much of a storyline. And the movie is also rated PG. That's cool. So do you think that it might be a little bit loud or intense for some of the younger kids only because of the fact that it is a concert? Yeah, I'm mainly recommend it for older kids because I think they'll like the music more and enjoy the overall experience better. Yeah, just be able to have a little bit more fun. How many stars would you give this movie? Um, I would give it four out of five stars because I enjoyed it a lot, but I didn't love, love it. And did you relate to the story in any way? Did you relate to some of the performers? I didn't as much as I thought I would because there wasn't much of a storyline to the movie. They mainly just interviewed some of the Gleeks and um, um, filmed the performances. But I... I did connect with some of the characters, like the character Leah Michelle plays Rachel Berry. And why is that? Because um, I think she, her character is very sweet and she's always really friendly and she always wants to just help everyone and um, have everyone be friends. Well, and that's awesome. And it does make sense that you wouldn't necessarily relate to the entire movie very much only because it is a concert movie and there's not really much of a story or characters to relate to. But that I think it is really cool that you found one character that sort of spoke to you and one person that sort of spoke to you. So did you get any morals out of this film or was it just, you know, concert? Well, um, the main message that I got from it is that you should have self-confidence and it's okay to be different because um, a lot of the Gleeks, before they watched the Glee show, they talked about how they used to be outcasts and they weren't accepted or they were bullied. But when they, um, when they were interviewed and they told, like, told um, how they connected with some of the characters on the Glee show, it really helped them pull through tough times. 
that is a really awesome moral and a really awesome message to get out because I think that is good. And also, I think that it's cool that you got to see some of the interviews because you got to see, like you said before, how they push through hard times because show business is very difficult. And, you know, I think neither of us have really gotten that full experience yet. But from what it looks like, it does seem pretty challenging and it's not all fun and games. Do you think you would have incorporated anything else with this movie? Do you think you would have changed lighting or camera angles or direction or anything like that? I wouldn't change anything major. Um, Yeah, I think it's very good as it is. That's good. Well, thank you for telling me all about this movie. And now I actually really want to see it. And I hope all of the audience will go and see it as well. It looks like it's time to take a break. I'm Raven Devaney, and you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First Film Critics include a week-long Film Critics Boot Camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss the movie Barbie, A Princess Charm School with Mackay, who was on the show earlier with us. So, Mackay, why don't you tell me a little bit about this story and the movie? Well, this is a good movie for ages 3 and 8. Maybe like 10 and 9, a little bit older, but... Um, the princess zone is mostly in between the three and eight age where everybody wants to be a princess. And they're like, oh, my gosh. But then when you get older, you kind of grow out of that into different things. Um, but this movie was really good. And one of my favorite things, like characters in the movie, um, Blur, Barbie, she's called Blur in this movie. Um, she, she has a fairy. And... 
she's very fun and she makes a lot of mistakes that's awesome you know I'm actually when I was younger I was so into princesses it was ridiculous there are pictures of me all over my house dressed up as Cinderella because she was my favorite princess so Makai this is a little bit not about the movie but I was just wondering what your favorite princess is definitely Cinderella (laughs) well we have that in common So, what were your initial thoughts about this movie? Did you like it? Was there anything that you felt was a little bit off about it? I felt sometimes it was over-pushed. Like, oh my gosh, this and this and this, and I'm going to push it out of here. Like, when when you're trying to lie and you're going, hi, this and this and this, and acting normal, that's good lying but when you're like acting all nervous and everything and like high-pitched voice it you know that they're lying so um sometimes I felt like they pushed it over like that yeah some of the scenes were maybe a little bit exaggerated or like oh that wouldn't actually happen in real life a little bit childish which I understand because like you said before the age group for these this movie is a little bit younger So it might be a little bit more childlike and whimsical and silly than some of the other movies that we're used to. So what did you think about the cinematography? Was this movie a cartoon? And what did you think about that? It is a cartoon, and the animation's really good. It's not as advanced as some other animation, like the classic stuff and the really detailed. It's more... um, uh, simple plastic yeah plasticky kind of like that computer style yeah yeah get. not as much as the hand-drawn style you get as the message and um it's actually really good and colorful all the time a lot of stuff's pink <laughs> of course yeah my cousin um she's actually 11 now but when she was younger I would babysit her all the time and she would always watch all Barbie movies so I think I've probably seen a ton of them and it does sort of have the pl- a plasticky feel to it and it's very pink and purple and sort of pastel colors but it, of course it is Barbie so it's got to be plastic and pink <laughs> So, did you have a favorite scene or character in this movie? My favorite character would probably have to be uh, the little fairy. And my favorite scene would probably have to be um, when the little girl, um, she's watching, her little sister's watching the TV. And she's marching around and she's all excited to see the princesses go off and they're taking one vote from someone else in the state. And they live in that state and it's like such a big surprise what happens, which I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) We don't um, want to spoil the movie. Yes, and but my favorite scene is when she's marching around and wearing a plastic princess on. Because (laughs) this is... This is not a very rich and spoiled family. It's more of a family, and they're raising money for their mom, and it's a very sweet moment. Yeah, down-to-earth family. I think that's cool. So, like you said, you like the little fairy, and why is that? Because she's so different, not professional. On the first day, when um, Blur walks in, Barbie Blur, they name uh-huh. her different names every movie, she walks in and then her fairy comes and she accidentally puts a cupcake on her because it's bigger than her. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And it spills all over her. Oh, no. um, that's probably my favorite scene because it's like a second of silliness. Yeah, and being clumsy. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Raven Devaney, and today we are talking about the movies Barbie, A Princess Charm School, and Battle for Terra from HDNet Movies and Kids Scene. So right now we are talking with Makai about Barbie, A Princess Charm School, and she's telling us a little bit about what that movie is. So what did you think about the soundtrack and background noises? Obviously, since there's fairies in this movie, there's going to be a lot of flitting about. And what did you think about that? Yes, there's definitely a lot of giggling, like, <laughs> and bubbles and floating little things everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the back 
background noises were really good, but sometimes I heard some glitches, like where there's only one noise and it's all silent. It's kind of weird because you know how everything's not perfect. It sounded like that exact scene was so perfect. You just wanted to make it be unperfect because it doesn't feel so perfect when everything is perfect. Yeah, just little glitches in and out with sound. That's understandable. A lot of times that happens with animated film because the background noises won't necessarily match up right away. So what did you think about the general emotion of this movie? Was there any conflict that the characters had to face? Yes, there was a big conflict between two girls and, oh, is she the princess? And, oh, she spilled all this perfume on me and I'm mad at her and I'll always be mad at her now and I won't forgive her. And, oh, I don't think people don't deserve to be with the royals and I don't think they should vote. It's a lot of that conflict, but it's nice to see in this movie for all kids because it results to the end and it's like, oh, we're best friends now. La 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 la, and it really shows the little kids, or not little, I shouldn't say, um, three and eight year olds in between there. It really shows the people who are still learning, um, how to do do it, how to work out problems, even if you're super mad. At the end, it can all turn out. Well, that's good because it seems like it got out some good morals and messages, and. I think in a lot of movies for younger kids, not necessarily toddlers or babies or anything, but kids that are younger than you and I, I think it's important to get out messages through silliness. So, like you said, the princesses were mad at each other because of a tiny, tiny little thing. And I think that's actually a pretty good tactic because sometimes if you throw out a really big problem to younger audiences, it might be a little bit much to handle. So I think that's good that it got out the morals and messages in a gentle way. How many stars would you give this movie? I give this movie four out of five stars. I count all of my stars as something like... um the sound oh was the sound really good yes it was the music and stuff okay I'll give that one star did I like it myself yes I'll give that one star did I did well other kids like it oh give that one star and I only gave it four stars because um I didn't give a star for really me liking it the most I didn't enjoy it the most because it was made for younger kids and Mm -hmm dollies and stuff and pink 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 and princesses (laughs) and stuff and um I give it four out of five stars because I kind of like it too except for I didn't like it the most I'd like something more better and I think it's actually very great how your system works and I think that's a definitely cool thing to have is a little system and you're very particular with your stars so your audience definitely knows that they are getting the truth from you. So what did you think about the overall production of this movie? Overall, like, I know there's little glitches, but overall, do you think the production went well? It went really well. It did. It really did. And did you relate to the story in any way? Was there a specific character that you would place yourself as, or was it just too young for you? I'm not sure. I think it's kind of like, Winnie the Pooh, I'm going to mention something off of the topic, Um, (laughs) how each character is a part of you. Um, It was kind of like this, too. Everybody feels a little perfect sometimes. Everybody feels a little tomboyish sometimes. Everybody feels some clumsiness and better-than-you-ness. Everybody has those. Instead of Winnie the Pooh with the basic ones, it's more of of girl ones because girls are really sensitive. (laughs) Well, I have to agree with you on that matter. So, is there a character that you would put put yourself as? I think I'd put myself as the the fairy. 
I definitely see you as being fairy type. Well, Makai, thank you so much for telling us about this movie. And I definitely think some of our younger audience will be just bursting at the seams to go see this film. It's time to take a break. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss the movie Battle for Terra with Anthony. So I actually saw this movie very, very recently, and I just adored it. I thought it was such a great film, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But what this movie is about is it's in the future, and it's an animated film, which I thought was cool. And there's a planet called Terra, and what happens is this planet is filled with aliens and the natives of the land. And humans come to Terra and try to take over. And something that I thought was very cool about the storyline was because normally it's the other way around. The aliens are the ones that are big and scary and coming and taking the humans and attacking them and taking over their planet. But in this movie, it was the opposite, which I thought was very cool because you don't really get to see that that often. So, Anthony, what did you think about this film? I thought it was great. But... The the only reason the humans were trying to take over their planet is because three other planets got exploded, including Earth. So they went to find off another planet. It took a while, but they found finally found one. They named it Terra, like just like it's in the title, Battle for Terra. You're right about that, and the reason that. The other planets like Earth and I think it was Venus um, and another planet that the humans were living on. The reason that they exploded and their civilization crumbled was because that they were fighting and there was war all the time. So, Anthony, what did you think about the animation in this movie? 
Um, the animation was really good because they ha- um there were, there must have been a lot because not a lot of this could actually be in real life. Mm-hmm. So it might have took a while, but besides how much it took, it it was pre- it was really cool. I agree with you. I thought the animation was fairly good. It wasn't the best that I've seen. Uh, The reason that I think that it wasn't so great is because I thought the general idea and the design of the characters was really cool. The way that the natives of Terra swam, they sort of like swam through the air. So they had sort of human alien lookish bodies, but they didn't have feet. They had tails sort of like minnows or tadpoles. So it seemed like they swam through the air and all the animals and the plants in the buildings of Terra seemed really cool. And like, it was a very cool, creative, whimsical design. But I thought that the images were lacking in preciseness and that they could be a bit more defined. Did you have a favorite scene or character in this movie, Anthony? Actually, I I did have a favorite um, scene, but, well, not a favorite character. Yeah, I thought, I didn't have a favorite character either, actually. I think one character that I enjoyed um, was... Let's see. I enjoyed Sen because he was um, the main character's friend. And I just liked him because he seemed very down to earth. And he seemed like he would be a fun guy to hang out with, even though he wasn't in the movie very much. And for my favorite scene, I think that I would have to choose the end of the movie, which I'm not going to tell too much about that because I don't want to spoil it, but I just thought it was very beautiful and the visuals were nice and it was, the emotion was captured well. So Anthony, what did you think about the soundtrack of this movie? Uh, The soundtrack was pretty good. It's just that, um, no, actually it was really good. It's because there was a, there was a lot of music in the movie but it was really, the music was really good, so I liked it a lot. I agree with you full-heartedly, only because the music was so almost depressing and very, very emotional. And I know even if there wasn't, it wasn't a depressing scene, the music still sort of seemed a bit depressing, which gave the movie a wonderful tone because this definitely was a battle movie and the Tarians fighting for what they believed, which I thought was great. So did you get any morals from this movie, Anthony? I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't, I don't really think so, but perhaps... You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking about the movie Battle for Terra from HGNet Movies and Kids Scene. So, like I said, we are talking about Battle for Terra with Anthony, and we were talking about morals that we might have got from this film. And Anthony said he didn't really get, you know, very many morals. Um, My opinion was the morals that I got from this was that war only brings destruction and it's not a good thing and that eventually if we keep with war and violence and unnecessary force there will just be our civilization will just crumble and it won't be a good thing because we'll end up having to take out planets like Terra. So that's the message that I got from that. So what do you think the age group would enjoy this Anthony? I would say maybe six and up, because any kids that is younger than that, they they might think it's too scary. So I would say six and up. I agree with you on that, that younger kids might think it's a little bit scary. But me personally, I would say seven and up, because I watched it with my younger brother, who is seven, and... um. He got very emotional about the film and didn't want to watch some of it only because there was a little bit of violence and it was, you know, not gory or very brutal violence, but it was a very tender subject to touch on because the Tarian people weren't doing anything wrong. They were just living their normal lives and then here come these huge strangers with big ships that are taking their people and trying to take over their land. So I think that younger kids might be a little bit intimidated by this story or it might be a bit intense for them. And why I picked six and up was because I have a brother 
who is six, and he liked this movie. But I have a sister who's three, and she thought she thought it was really scary, so she left the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, it does just depend on sort of the maturity level and the emotional level of the child. Like, my brother, he gets very emotional about things. And your brother might be not as sensitive to subjects like that. So it really just depends, and it's the discretion of the parents to decide whether they should let their children watch this film. What star rating would you give this film? I would say five stars. Five stars? Yeah, because this movie is really good. I just really liked it. It has a lot of action and animation in it. The the music was good. I, I think everything was pretty good, so I would give it five stars. I think I would give this movie three and a half to four stars. Because, like I said, I did really enjoy the messages and the story, and I thought the characters were wonderful, and the voice talent was great, and it totally matched the characters. But the reason I'm not giving it four or five stars is just because the visuals are very important for me. That's, like, one of the number one things I look for in movies. And for me, the visual was just, it wasn't up to par for me. But it was a fairly good film, and I do suggest many people watching it if you want a good family film and to open up good talking about violence and about extraterrestrial life i think this is a good movie so anthony what did you think about the overall production of the film did you totally like it or was there some things that you would change i would think there's just a little things that they could change and what's that like um I would like it so they would change like some of the scary parts so mm-hmm. um some some younger kids would actually like it. Then everyone could watch the movie and they could all enjoy it. Mhm. I do think it is important to be conscious about the certain messages and violence and maybe a little bit too deep of messages that there's being thrown out, but I did think that um It was an overall good movie, and I did like the overall production, just because I really like the morals and the music was awesome. So, did you relate to this story in any way, Anthony? Um, I don't really think so. Not really? No. So, I have a question. What do you think, you know, how the Tarians lived, they lived very peaceful and they lived one with the earth and they were very conscious about their way of life and they were always talking about getting new gods and, you know, praising them. What do you think about their life compared to the way you live your life? Well, their life is a lot different than ours. Mm -hmm. Because ours is just like, um, there's a lot of different plants on their planet and ours is a lot different and there's different people and they can somehow a little bit fly so they're a lot different yeah they can like swim through water and for me the biggest difference um was just the fact like like you said there's different landscape and everything and they have different looking plants and different looking houses and like you said they swim through water but the biggest thing for me was they seem really down to earth and aware of their surroundings and you find out later in the film that the reason of this is because they used to have war and fighting but now they're really conscious about their choices and what they do which i think is very important Well, Anthony, it looks like we're out of time. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can check out more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Raven Devaney signing out, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thanks for listening to Game On. Your hosts play again next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, go enjoy a good game.